relatable it brought back a lot of memories few good ones and uh, some of them were not so great ones it also questioned of uh, few of them as in why did they really want to be a parent these were the most common responses that we received for the previous episode of our podcast many also could relate to the authoritarian style of parenting also some of them introspected further to say that um, yeah they were brought up with the authoritarian style however they would not really like to continue to be one such parent also few interesting feedback that we received were more about the introspection because uh, many could relate and we are happy that many could relate about what was the style their parents used and what would they really like to avoid these were our takeaways from the previous episode hi hello namaste welcome to philo peeps a platform where we talk about life joys and challenges amongst many other things kiri yes you're talking about the feedback that we received from our listeners and we are very mm-hmm. happy to receive them we thank our listeners so it's very nice to see that people are able to connect uh, in a certain way and it's also nice that they are able to introspect right so i think that's the most important thing that's the core principle of uh, starting philo peeps as a platform i just now remembered actually there were few uh, other friends of mine who actually messaged me asking have i heard about a few other forms there is this fancy term called attachment parenting as well so i just wanted to bring to your attention that the one which we spoke about last time it is uh, called as macobi and martin's four parenting styles so just to recap we had four different parenting styles that we spoke about in our last episode which were uh, authoritarian which is more of a disciplinarian style of parenting that mm-hmm. many of us could relate to and the second one was the authoritative which is uh, more so adopted in the west western world um, and there were few two others that we discussed that is uh, permissive or indulgent parenting where the parent is um, overtly lenient or uh, okay with anything that the child wants to do which can be a little dangerous and uninvolved or neglectful parenting uh, that is something where the parent is um, more so not emotionally available physically available probably but i think emotional connect is also something which was uh, very important but these kind of parents somewhere lack that and there is neglectful parenting right apart from these uh, i think um, like i said there is one attachment parenting also have you heard of that giri attachment parenting uh, actually yes i have heard about it i think i was reading about this celebrity singer called pink so she is one who actually practices it and what i read was it's very different i mean it's it's almost to the point of having a kind of a bond which is unbreakable am i right when i say that yeah you're right because it's it's more about a long lasting or kind of everlasting emotional bond between the parent and the child that's what these kind of people believe in so it, the security somewhere stems from this attachment so the parent provides a very secure environment for the child to grow at the same time also providing uh, not just guidance but i think parent holds the child's hand every step of the way but uh, also i think um, again i think for any of these parenting style there is both good and bad about it like any other concept so when it is uh, done too much or too little both can be a problem so one other aspect of 
uh, over attachment parenting could be something where the parent can't really pull themselves out of this child's world or child's life they're right. extremely attached and kind of the only motive of the parent here is parenting the child they cannot probably see anything else or there is no other goal so this child is the only thing in my life bringing up this child is my only goal this is what is my full time Mm. commitment so it can get very narcissistic in a way that uh, i am this parent and the child will be brought up in a certain way so it can tip off to the other extreme as well there was something else that uh, popped up in my mind when you come to think of attachment parenting you know uh, all our indian movies mm-hmm. have this uh, recurring theme i think it's especially from the 80s and the 90s in hindi movies you remember aloknath the famous actor i think he was a supporting actor yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so he has performed many mm-hmm. roles i think he even earned an unwanted uh, moniker or a nickname sada dukhi baap do you know that so he uh, he plays the <laughs> role of a very sad father uh, who has to let go of his daughter mm-hmm. when she is married off to somebody uh, and 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 stuff like mm-hmm. that so that that popped up in my mind so in fact i think the film industry at least used to make a lot of money by producing films uh, using this theme i can't relate to a lot of films like that so that's one thing and the narcissistic parenting part if there was any movie one movie i could think of was ddlj dilwale dulhaniya le jayenge mm-hmm. do you remember mm-hmm. that uh, when kajol i think she is brought up in a very conservative household Amrish Puri yeah. the father of Kajol in that he says that she has to follow a certain way of life i think he was probably more authoritarian yeah the parampara the pratha and all that yeah yeah so it may not be narcissistic but it was bordering on narcissistic i would say i think even this movie uh, mohabbate uh, where amita bachchan and aishwarya rai and shahrukh khan yeah where uh, because i spoke about this parampara pratha i'm like where did this exactly come from it it's <laughs> from that movie basically where he says it has to be followed because he has set certain rules and yeah. he cannot take that uh, his own daughter is not going to follow those set of mm. rules so mm-hmm. yeah they want to be this ideal parent and also someone who sets certain example in the society do you know a fun fact about that movie no apparently uh, shahrukh khan needed something mm-hmm. like 10 liters of glycerin for that oh, movie is- Okay. <laughs> Now I'm making that up. Whenever he's in a certain scene, there are tears in his eyes basically. So mm-hmm. I was just thinking the other day how much of glycerin he might have needed or maybe it was genuine. Probably the producer can answer that how much of yeah. money went into that. But uh, yeah, coming back to DDLJ, I think uh, there probably the parent evolves mm-hmm. because I was uh, thing remembering this climax where he lets her go, Ja Simranja. there is a transformation of the parenting style over there and i also think um, if we can relate to we would have probably seen such families or parents i may be gender stereotyping here but uh, especially the mothers of uh, boys mm-hmm. may have certain level of difficulty to let go of the son after they are married i'm not saying everyone not to generalize here but yeah I, even if the son chooses to live in a different house um definitely there are a lot of pros of being in a joint family but at some point of time i think um, all of us should learn or should understand when is the right time to let go of the child and i think that's what is exactly missing in the narcissistic parent 
but i think narcissistic parent is also a way of parenting where child is probably considered to exist solely you know for the parents benefit mm. the whole existence of that certain child is to fulfill a parent's wishes it's probably not the ideal way of uh, parenting i would say the good part of it is attachment parenting um, but overdone can lead to a narcissistic parenting and also i think another uh, form of this could be over parenting where uh, parent is probably trying to be overly involved again here mm. but also uh, i think they don't know where to stop being involved in a child's life it's um, i don't know if you've heard of this movie um giri it's called helicopter ila it didn't do great but uh, kajol was the main character in this have you heard of this movie i didn't watch this movie unfortunately i stopped watching movies a long time ago but i think uh, this movie uh, although even i haven't watched the movie but i've heard of this term called helicopter parenting uh, where the parent is like almost like a helicopter hovering around the child's life all the time so what is the child involved in what is he or she doing and basically uh, trying to rule their life they don't want to do it uh, they are not doing it consciously like a narcissistic parent but they are uh, overprotective so it, it's all child centered they they want to see whether the child is excelling and probably they're these kind of parents are also attaching a lot of um, i would say their success or failure to the way the child grows up so if probably a child is not able to perform academically well or if the child is not able to pick a certain sport or a game or whatever it is so they kind of associate it to themselves saying okay the the failure is also associated with themselves and the success is also at- attached to the their own parenting style so i think that's where there's lot of pressure that's being put by a parent on themselves by doing this as well a parent tries to micromanage a child's life in the end i think the child will not have uh, his or her own personality i think the personality will be gone it will just mm. be a mirror or sort of bad reflection of the parent uh, the child will also develop an inability to form his or her own opinion with that comes a very difficult part where they make a transition from childhood to adulthood with the bridge being adolescence i think that's the crucial part of a child's life where there are certain uh, experiences that a child has to go through certain things a child has to learn in order to be able to uh, lead a better life as an adult so i think it's a formative part of yeah. everybody's life in the western way of raising a child they accept that during the teens a child will you know undergo certain changes will behave in a certain way and then they're okay with that they just accept it they don't try to judge their children too much of course they have to take care of them they have to guide them in a certain way but i also see that when children are in that age bracket and where when they behave the way they do you know you sh- should learn to back off and then treat them you know more like a friend more like an adult rather than trying to im- impose your own views on what they're going through right this is what we talked about in the subhashita as well last time prapte tu shodashe varshe putram mitra vadacharet right so i'm uh, digressing from our original point here but what i mean to say is over parenting is going to be very detrimental and so is narcissistic parenting and so is attachment parenting but what is the best way forward that that's down to the situation down to that parent down to the child agreed i think uh, that's where uh, it needs to be probably a bit of child centered uh here i hope we are not trying to overwhelm people who are listening because as a parent myself i can say that uh, 
yes these things are very easy said than done because when we are practically in that situation it can be a very different kind of experience for us as a parent probably it's easy for me to sit and say okay this parent could have been doing something better in their own parenting style but when it comes to self it can be extremely different uh, do you know one fun thing or whatever giri because uh, as uh, before i became a parent um i really thought that i would be this certain kind of parent who would be having a perfect routine in my child's life and uh, i would be a gentle parent who would tackle everything very patiently and somewhere i think um unknowingly uh, i didn't i did not know what it actually is to be a parent so i would judge other parents also saying probably they could have done this mm-hmm. in a different mm-hmm. way or different style but now when i am a parent i know it's not something which can be learned out of book like i said again it doesn't come with a manual more than the child growing the parent grows along with the child because i think uh, the child will teach us how to become a parent mm-hmm. i think we shouldn't exactly go and see other parents and compare that okay should i be like this or should i be like that because uh, two different children in the same household may have completely different personalities it has to be child centered and probably customized based on each child mm-hmm. and there cannot be really one formula which fits in everything and also one more thing that i would like to say here is um, and that was a lovely point that you brought about the adolescence and teenage and it's really important for all of us to give our children their own space to grow up to make mistakes and probably to also learn from their mistakes mm-hmm. and i think uh, this applies even to toddlers and only formula that kept me calm or it's still keeping me calm to certain extent is take one day at a time mm-hmm. everything is a phase nothing is permanent so if i see my son sitting and watching tv for like 2 uh, hours on one day i shouldn't get into the spiral of oh my god he's so spoiled he's having so much screen time will he grow up to be something else but then i tell myself it's okay this 2 hours of screen time is not going to decide his entire life it's just a phase we are all in our own tough times of this corona and we are all dealing with in our our own ways so it's nothing is permanent it's all a phase and it is going to change and uh, in my head what i thought was the best way of parenting is someone who's more connected to the child a part of attachment parenting but also being slow in the parenting style uh, as in more connected to nature and i am someone who believe that a parent should give a lot of time to the child be available and also like i said uh, limit the electronics it could be tv ipad phone and things like that and not uh, actually overwhelm the child with too many toys because uh, if you have observed many a times if we bring some toy the child may be actually just playing with the package rather than the toy itself mm. bringing in simplistic toys and uh, again coming back to my minimalistic life i wanted to have minimalistic parenting style as well where um, the child is again not overwhelmed by too many stuffs at home and also to allow the child 
to grow in their own pace and to also explore more about their own interests so all these um, somewhere group into a one style of parenting called uh, slow parenting uh, all these are the best ways of parenting in my head but if you ask me have i been successful in doing this not 100% it's a work in progress i do try but yes uh, i keep shifting from one style of parenting to the other because uh, obviously i think there is influence of how we were raised as a child mm-hmm. to how we will turn out as a parent i think there are different schools of uh, thought here one that says you're influenced by the way you're brought up like your parents also down to your uh, genetics there is another school which says the kind of personality you will develop is probably because of the people or the surroundings in which you grew up so not mm-hmm. just the parents if you ask me it's not just the parent i think it's also about the surroundings if you send your son to a school which promotes competition in a very healthy mm. way not in the form of a rat race like it is everywhere now uh, then it might be good i think he will probably have a very steady learning curve but not very steep but when he becomes an adult he will have a more stable uh, mental health as well as learning ability will be modulated in a very positive way i for one believe that if your child goes to an okay school but have a lot of positivity around that child then it will turn out okay you talked about being successful or not being fully successful in raising your own son my question is how do you define success the target or the goal is always moving when you're raising a child it's not always the same because the child doesn't stay the same but you can't attribute just one single metric to your uh, child's growth there's several different things it's not just academics your child should have an all-rounded personality i would say so not just focusing on studies but also extracurricular activities maybe he's very good at art maybe he's very good in sport so those are the areas the child needs to explore if your situation allows you to do that you should promote that i'm not just talking about you but to all our listeners we were raised in a certain way given the conditions i think that was probably more appropriate for them but now we have the option of choosing and we have so much of material available on the internet right so we can educate ourselves in a better way uh, so that our children get a better upbringing yeah i think we are uh, we are getting closer to that uh, somewhere at least i would say we are much more open to it now than how the situation was in the mm-hmm. past because i've heard of a lot of uh, different options that are there now for uh, schooling yep. uh, since you mentioned a lot about the conventional schools and the marks being the only criteria i think there are different perspectives now there are uh, things like homeschooling mm-hmm. there are homeschooling has been there since quite some time but i think uh, many of the parents uh, including myself uh, there are inhibitions as in how good can you be with homeschooling and uh, will the child be able to cope up with the competition that's there in the world once they reach a certain age Uh, but uh, now we do see that there are these children brought up in homeschooling who are doing quite well and also there are other things like unschooling and there is road schooling or travel schooling i think this is something which i recently came across and it was uh, very interesting to know where uh, the parent here is uh, both the parents or one parent is uh, traveling quite constantly with the child and this traveling is not exactly a tourist kind of traveler they would uh, stay in a particular place live with the locals uh, try and adapt their lifestyle and learn and this is more of a holistic learning i would say because uh, in a particular place they are learning about the people the food the culture the history the geography and 
so it's it's much more holistic and it's a very nice way of learning as well again uh, there cannot be one particular type of schooling that can be termed as the best because uh, i can relate to it however there are um, challenges their own challenges for each parent uh, probably uh, two people involved in the relationship the couple both may not be on the same page when it comes to the schooling methodology so one may want to go conventional the other would want to take a different path so uh, this could be one of the ways and also it could be financial constraints and things like that let's not have any guilt that okay i am unable to homeschool or unschool my child so what will they turn out to be we have turned out quite okay so i think our children also will manage quite well and when you spoke about unschooling a very famous name mm-hmm. sprang up in my mind so sadguru the one of the things he highlights is the way he brought up his uh, daughter and yeah. the initial part of her schooling was not in a conventional way so she was just traveling with her parents wherever he was going i think he was having a yoga camp in all remote corners of india and then she would just travel just meet with people uh, and i think one of the famous things he says in a video is she could remember up to a thousand names of people that she met wow. and then after mm-hmm. some time he put her in a school i think an institution which was probably started by uh, jiddu krishnamurthy he also speaks about this being more appropriate for him because that was what the situation allowed him to run that's probably his way of saying uh, you know this is also a good way of doing things right if a person like him has been successful we should not simply turn a blind eye towards that the idea that we have in our head that if we don't learn, if you don't start with a b c d and 1 2 3 4 in the tables will not be successful in life of course it is important but that's not the only thing in life hopefully more and more uh, such changes will happen in india and i think with the recent um, i don't know the exact term but the education act that has been proposed or accepted uh, it says that a person doesn't have to uh, stick to one stream so like physics chemistry or or science commerce and arts probably there will be a time where they can choose physics and psychology so that will be something interesting to see let's see if it all works out the way it is proposed it's a step in the right direction uh, looking back on your childhood i would like to ask our listeners do you think the parenting style you were subjected to was ideal would you want it to have it any other different way also is there something that you might want to adopt as a parent so probably you were brought up in a certain way and you liked something about it and you didn't like few other things what would you want to do differently when you are a parent or if you are already a parent what would you want to change in your parenting style you can do that by any of the following ways you can use the message button on our anchor page to record your feedback in an audio format and we can include that directly in our podcast episode of course only with your permission we are also of course on uh, social media platforms like instagram facebook uh, and twitter uh, you can find the links for all these in the episode description you can also write to us by email our email address is philopeeps@gmail.com if you are interested in joining us as a guest speaker in one of our episodes do let us know a wise lady once said Parenting is mostly about dealing with the miniature annoying self of you and also being patient about it. Are you an annoying parent? I again choose to not answer that giri. On that note, it's time to end this episode. Thanks for being with us. See you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.